The massive talent shortage is driving businesses to automate even more areas of their operations. Surveys show that more than 60% of the companies already started their automation journey. The majority is doing basic automations, replacing manual repetitive tasks, data entry, and some are really advanced, using AI and machine learning to augment human decision-making, which will be the future. It is amazing to see how companies are learning from each other, crowdsourcing best practices, and even replicating the successful automations from one business to another. There are always some trade-offs, of course, when doing any enterprise-wide initiative. It would be super cool if you could just deploy new automated processes overnight, if you could just start your fully autonomous business processes. But that is not possible, at least not anytime soon. So companies are making various trade-offs on their way to their automated future. So here are some of the biggest trade-offs I have seen in intelligent automation projects. Trade-off number one, top-down versus bottom-up. Some companies are really, really good at cascading their business objectives top-down. They are clear on the top five improvements they want to make and can set very specific targets for their automation teams to achieve. For example, They know they want to save $10 million in overhead costs, and they set a target for how much of that needs to come from an automation project based on some kind of a benchmark. Then they assign accountability to the business unit leaders who then manage the automation project to deliver the value like they would manage any other business initiative. Now, other companies are better at decentralized accountability. What does that mean? A bottom-up approach. Each business unit knows their own goals that they need to hit and use tools like automation to help them achieve that goal. The efforts are not necessarily coordinated across the company, but the learnings may be shared. In the end, both the top-down and bottom-up approaches succeed only if there is clear accountability for the results. Trade-off number two, hard versus soft benefits. This trade-off comes down to corporate culture. Managing managing to tangible business results is not a new innovation. Some companies are very good at this, like Six Sigma shops, while others struggle with it. It is common to see some departments manage their uh, projects on hard benefits like sales, procurement, while others are measured on soft savings like finance or HR. Sometimes companies are better at driving certain hard savings like labor costs, but struggle with other types of improvements like cycle time or process costs. I have seen this over and over again, how private equity owners can bring the hard benefit discipline to a company that is not used to it. It does take leadership or ownership change to make a value culture shift. More often, automation programs need to align with the existing hard-soft benefit attribution of the company and demonstrate value creation in those terms. Trade-off number three, speed versus perfection. Do you automate inefficient processes or wait to improve the process before starting automation? Many companies struggle with this particular trade-off. In a perfect world, You would optimize all your process flows before automating them. 
Unfortunately, we do not live in a perfect world. The expectation that a process will be unchanging over time is not realistic. So many companies now automate first and then improve the process and then automate again. We live in, we live in a world of constant pivoting. The best companies have an automation optimization cycle and they can repeat it as a normal course of business instead of a big bang transformation project. The speed perfection trade-off becomes a speed to perfection evolution. Trade-off number four, pilot versus scale. Some companies are more risk averse than others. I have seen this across industries. They invest in the familiar and underinvest in the innovation. The predictable but low returns take precedence over the potential of high return at high risk. This is, this is a trade-off that is as old as time. Many companies will choose to take small pilots with small returns before expanding their automation program. Value creation in this scenario will take a very long time. Sometimes the momentum will be completely lost. Some companies will make bigger bets and mitigate the risk differently. They control the risk by hiring more experienced automation experts, assign accountability at the executive level, and create incentives for value creation for the project teams. Every human endeavor carries risk. How you mitigate risk is the difference. You can choose to take very small steps, or you can bring in an experienced leader and align interests. That's the real, that's the real trade-off between pilot and scaling. And trade-off number five, short-term or long-term? Short-term and long-term benefits of digital programs are often in conflict. Saving labor costs short-term may have advantages, but long-term it could hurt organizational capacity or morale. Getting processes automated quickly may conflict with the broader digital transformation of the business. This is one trade-off, though, that cannot easily be resolved. I believe that all automation projects need to have both short-term and long-term benefits. There is a saying, you need to eat while you dream. And you need to set and see tangible results from your automation projects as you build the reimagined new digital business. All digital automation programs have to deal with trade-offs. And yes, there is a best-case scenario. That is when the project is transformational across the entire business, moves very fast, delivers significant hard savings along the way. This best-case scenario, however, is extremely hard to achieve, and most companies will make trade-offs. I suggest to make those five big trade-offs consciously, making sure that the executive team and the whole workforce understand them and try to do even better. Talk soon.